Mason and Hendry by Ignatius Brennan, read for LibriVox.org by phone. Mason and Hendry, the children were named, and Grandma had made the selections. Foxy old girl, though we never once blamed her for once, or stood out with objections. E'en though they'd been named for her two former beaux, her husbands, both, after us chronicling shows. She would never say why she did it, no, no, this naming of Henry and Mason. And we never knew that Grandma had a beau, most innocent bunch in creation. She always called them their full name, right out, while we cut them down to a minimum bout. Well, now to the boys, they were brothers, of course, but no one would guess it, no, never, as hen was a boy whose good works we'd endorse while mace was in trouble for ever that is far as mischievous deviltry goes he rings on his fingers and bells on his toes the populace round and about and thereat wherein he was reared always knew it whene'er any tricks were pulled right off the bat that mace was the lad who could do it and whether he did it or if he did not he always was blamed for it right on the spot let some neighbor's wagon be hind-wheel in front, or well-bucket gone in the morning, or melon-patch robbed, or most any old stunt, accomplished without the least warning, the old folks at once could assuredly trace the devil's own hand as developed in mace. Let some couple wed and try slipping away by fast train that stops at next station. They might play the wise act on others that day, but next when you're talking of Mason. No, he was right there when the fast mail pulled in, with horse fiddles, cowbells, and makers of din. Let some old one die, say along past three score, and everyone bowed down with sorrow. Mace was right there at the wake with his lore that kept all his smile to the morrow. Then as a pallbearer, cool as you please, the cooler, the more the infectious disease. Revivals by Methodists, Baptists, or Friends, no matter the denomination, were ne'er a success at obtaining their ends without the assistance of Mason. But when the suggestion of Mourner's Bench came, he sidestepped the issue with, not in the game. His father would worry, his mother would fret, his sisters would say, what a pity. They knew as their brother he'd disgraced them yet, as well as their kin in the city. They'd wonder why Mace couldn't be like good men. He knew, of course, they were alluding to Hen. Hen was his mamma's boy, error and anon. She taught him hygiene by the measure, civics and suffrage and art by the ton, and culture, the one chiefest treasure. He gulped these things down like a hungry man would, his beans and his bacon, was sure that he should. He'd do calisthenics each morning at six, then walk seven miles for his dining then feast on toast posties or some other mix, because it was good for refining. He'd lunch on salt wafers and cool aquae, as down went the sun at the close of the day. His baths were too, daily, at noon and at night, the hot and the cold with the shower. These made his complexion as perfect a white as the lily that grows in the bower. Half his time was consumed in his bodily care, from the feel of his feet to the lay of his hair. His suits were the latest in tailoring art, either loose-like or extra-tight-fitting, and oft-times I feared that the latter would part whene'er he'd abruptly be sitting. The rest of his rig corresponded in taste from his hat and his shoes to the belt round his waist. His realm was society, week in and out, 
lord chesterfield never was in it whene'er our friend henry was there or about he never could pose for a minute his father and mother and sisters and all just basked in his manners at party or ball now mays didn't give a particular cuss for laws of hygiene or of styling he jogged right along without blister or fuss and all the while pleasant and smiling the walks before breakfast and baths twice a day ne'er troubled his dreams as he slept in the hay he always was fond of potatoes and beans boiled cabbage and sausage and chicken he revelled in bliss o'er fat bacon and greens and said to his ribs they'd be stickin he claimed that those heavy things never would hurt and swore pickled pig's feet made splendid dessert henry got married the papers were full of all the events thus connected married a girl who the dad with a pull and this was no more than expected his wife was a lady with taste like himself regarding the living and spending of pelf they never were known as with purse-strings untied or to do any reckless subscribing to this cause or that and they always decried any thoughts of the over-imbibing they lived to be rated as living just grand but added each week to their balance on hand right from the start they agreed that the thing to do was be all the while prudent their minds ran together as straight as a string and each was an elegant student regarding the theory put this away in sunshine for use on a rainier day many a pleasure they'd rightly forego by figuring we'll see that later as e'er and anon there'll be circus and show and we can enjoy them with greater gusto when down in our hearts we discern the feeling the price is the least of concern but not so with mace he his ear to the ground for all things that savoured of pleasure right in the front seat he was sure to be found enjoying each act with a measure that made the performer feel happy and smart as this laddie knew when he played well his part haunted the footlights when winter was on and knew every actress and actor no game worth a name could be rightly begun unless he was there as a factor look o'er the bunch at each sporting event mace was right there if it took his last cent mary no heavens too busy a man he ne'er had a moment to tarry for aught but the thing of the sportman-like plan and this ne'er includes the word mary long long for his parents had died they did ask that he get a wife but this game was a task nothing is truer than time goes apace nothing can stop or retard him one day he asked for a hearing from mace who tried every way to discard him but time can't be thwarted he held up to view the glass that reflected back age sixty-two showed him his brother with family all grown all happy in highest of station each well equipped so as to battle his own way through life with elation showed him a page from the old book of life that read all alone with no family or wife showed him the past panoramically planned showed him his partners in pleasure showed him the day he was much in demand showed him his misapplied treasure showed him but why show the poor fellow more mace was a wreck on remorse cold shore end of poem this recording is in the public domain